Welcome to the Sober Cube podcast. Hi, my name's Cherie and I'm an alcoholic. Uh, my topic today is a fourth step question. How do we ensure our fourth step inventory is fearless and thorough? It's a really good question. A lot of people um, ask that and I think it's really important also to know that the first time I do a fourth step, not to overthink this, um, to know that it's not the only time I may write inventory, so it doesn't need to be perfect. But I think uh, for me what has happened is I've been given some really great guidance um, to go through the book to follow the instructions. But the very first instruction that I had been given, um, as soon as I opened the big book actually, was to say a set-aside prayer every time I open the book to do any of the work, um, just to set aside everything I think I know about, you know, myself, big book, AA, 12 steps, and especially God, so that I can have an open mind and heart and a new experience. And I think the real kicker on the end of that prayer is it says, please help me see the truth. And, you know, it's a very powerful prayer in my experience. It has shown me time and time again uh, what the truth is. It has brought some things to light. Um, seems to happen, you know, anytime you open up a step four to do it or leading up to it, that suddenly some things come back to you that you, you may not have realised at the time. And I think that that's all part of uh, being involved in having a higher power, uh, you know, around this step uh, or any of the steps at, at all. Because I do believe that when we are ready to see it, you know, the information is there uh, and given to us. And sometimes I don't actually know that that stuff is all inside me. Uh, I put pen to paper. I ask God to guide my pen and stuff comes out that I just wonder where it came from. You know, it's sort of like dredging out poison from my body sometimes. So I have some uh, this prayer exercise that I do first and then um, I have somebody hold me by the hand and basically say, hey, um, you know, rather than, hey, let's just tell me every person's ever disappointed you in your life, um, to just say, hey, look, eight, the first, give me eight to ten names even off the top of your head um, that you might feel angry at. And if, you know, I, some people have trouble getting in touch with anger, and I, I certainly did a little bit at the beginning, although I don't have much trouble with it now, um, that I don't even necessarily have to say who am I angry at. It can be who was I embarrassed by, who am I hurt by. And those things will come back. You know, the things, who is it that that you keep thinking about? That's the stuff that keeps going around, around in your brain because I think that's the thing. A resentment is something, and a negative or destructive thought that keeps being resent to me. So what is the thing that I keep, you know, you know, just sitting and dwelling over and, and um, squandering hours, you know. And I start writing that stuff. Um, I realise it's not the only thing that's ever going to be, any time I'm ever going to write inventory. But, um, you know, I have generally had no problem writing down who the person is and what they've done to annoy me. It might be more that when I get to, um, you know, the columns after that and uh, I have to look at where I was at fault that I might fall a little short. But the great news is there is another prayer exercise in the book. Anywhere it says we asked, it says we asked God to help us show the same tolerance, pity and patience we would cheerfully grant a sick friend. And when a person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man, how can I be helpful to him? God save me from being angry, thy will be done. So just by having that prayer uh, in there opens me up again to, to seeing where I might be, um, 
you know, where I might be at fault, disregarding the other person entirely. What are the things that I have done that have been selfish? Um, where am I thinking about myself? Self-seeking. What sort of selfish actions do I take when I don't get my own way and frightened? And I can do the best I can do with that, write it down, and then I get to share it with, um, you know, a sponsor or a closed mouth friend, which is great. Uh, when I've done the fear inventory and stuff as well, I get another prayer exercise asking God to remove my fear and direct my attention to what he'd have me be. Um, and more prayer exercises around the sex inventory. I'm out of time, so I can't go into those. But, you know, basically I have the guidance of somebody in AA that's walked this um, journey before and a higher power. If you would like to share your experience on a recovery question, visit the SoberQ podcast website at soberq.com. Thanks for listening.